Right, friends, family, team, it is season 11, episode 4, and we got a good one in store for you. Quinn Clifford, the inaugural washed-up athlete, is in studio with the fellas, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll start you off with some latest news before we get to Quinn's interview, then we'll talk to him for a bit. He'll stick around for some MLB, just in time for the big push, I guess, into the offseason. And the World Series hunt, I guess, but the White Sox don't count, so I don't know what baseball's going on. Then a little NFL and some fantasy stuff to get you rock solid before week one. Oh, it's the Washed Up Podcast. For the love of God, let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the season 11 episode 4 uh quinn is in studio so you can say hi but we're not getting to your interview yet what's up yeah dude he's in here now, now be quiet while we talk <laughs> Hey, Zing. I love it. Um, all right, so a couple things before we talk to Quinn full on. So Brady was right. He's not here to gloat about it. But the Nashville White Sox seem like it's a real real coming up thing, huh? It, it was, like, funny. Like, I got texts yesterday from people putting me in chats with Brady saying, like, Brady was right, which I was laughing because there's just nothing more I la- laugh at than the Sox misery. But then, like, at the same time, felt good. Like, all right, people are listening. Yeah, and, and also, like, Brady is – really becoming right more often, and I don't know how often I can accept that. It's like I'm 95% of the time, like, I'm on the same side with him. Like, the one time I didn't want to admit he was right was the finals last year when I hammered the Celtics and he hammered the Warriors. <laughs> but by hammered, I mean I put $20. He probably had a lot more. <laughs> uh, but, no, he has been right, and it's like it's all over Twitter, though, right now, but it's, like, so funny you see all these big media, like, podcasts are all reporting this i'm like damn we reported this first that the Sox were going to be gone holy shit what breaking news yeah the chicago white Sox announced that ken williams executive vice president and rick Hahn, senior vice president general manager have been relieved of their responsibilities effective immediately so how do you feel about this oh Bing, bang, bong. Fuck you, Nashville. We, we, we broke it first. We broke it first. Wow, wow, we, wow, wow. That may, okay, now the texts that are coming in start to make a little more sense. What the fuck? I mean, let's just, I mean, good for you. I'm happy for you. It seems like you're really happy. It doesn't seem like you're going to be a Braves fan. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, You know what? Time will tell. Time will tell to see where we go from here. But for the moment, that's, that's the two guys that didn't know how to work with my feelings have been subtracted out of the equation. And now my emotions have a free reign, which is scary because the last time they had free reign, I uh, got kicked out of college. So we'll see how that goes from here. But I mean, this is good news. I mean, this is good. Kenny Williams. Wow. He's been there for what? Over 20 years? At least six months. <laughs> I mean, this is. Wait, Kenny Williams has been. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was just like, wait, <laughs> it what? still is at least six months. Um, um, 
I mean, but it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to bring this up. Like two years ago, you guys were like, that's Rick Hahn's music. He's getting Kimbrel at the deadline, this and that. Now it's like celebrating in the streets. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know how fast at the drop of a pin everything can change, James? Oh, 100%. This is dangling the keys again. We're all good. <laughs> the division is back on. We're winning the division. Are you doing like the, the sabermetrics right now? Like, all right, if yeah, we go men- undefeated the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm mentally trying to figure out how can we come up with 16 and a half games in a month and a half. So that's the mental math I'm working through right now. You know, but, you know, Brez is definitely in his Uber right now talking to the driver who does not care about baseball. <laughs> Brez is definitely like saying to the driver, like, all right, hear me out. Like, we got a chance. And the driver's definitely like, dude, I don't watch baseball. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. Like, Brez is definitely sitting there looking yeah. at his phone, doing the numbers like, there's One, a pass. 100%. And he... Tied in the wheat and grain market into it somehow. 100%. And it's like, he's going to bring it up like the wheat and grain market changed the minute that Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams got fired. Agreed. Um, but speaking of like management and baseball, two years ago, let's go back. You know, I was motherfucking Jed Hoyer left and right, left and right. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Yep. Now I'm going to have to say Jed was right. Because look at Baez, Bryant, and Rizzo, how they said we're not going to resign them. They are trash. How the mighty have fallen. The yes, mighty yes, have yes. fallen. And now, too, like, I was pissed a couple weeks ago when I said, oh, why isn't he extending Stroman? Like, Stroman's been great. Now the guy's out for pretty much the rest of the season, and yep. he's also a mental head case. Like, and I'm like, Jed Hoyer has been right about a lot of freaking things. And he extended, he's extending the right guys. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm sorry, Jed. I'm really sorry. Ricketts <laughs> still don't know about you yet. <laughs> um, so, Brady was right for a little bit. Um, fun and, while it lasted. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. In other news related to Brady, thank God he's not here for this. Um, Lonzo's first time speaking to a, a mass population um, was all that I was seeing on Twitter last night. Yeah. So he was interviewed on with Trey Young, and Trey asked him about how he's currently feeling and like being with the Bulls organization. Trey pretty much said. I feel terrible for the organization because I feel like they built a team around me that let me play the style of basketball that I wanted to and a team that really fit the way I could play without any bounds on me. And it's just really unfortunate that it all happened this way. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember if that's exactly. Um, but, man, oh, man, it's it's one of those things where it's just kind of nice as a fan to realize, oh, yeah, wait, hold on. This guy is a person still. And he's trying his best to get back to something. Yeah, it was definitely good to see him. And, like, now, I don't know if you saw, he's going after Stephen A. on Twitter. That was hilarious. I mean, like, yeah, I can sit down. Like, I'm a big Stephen A. guy. He says it the way it is. But yeah. where are you getting that from? Like, Lonzo Ball's not even on Stephen A.'s radar. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephen A. Smith said, uh, word on the street is that Lonzo has trouble sitting or getting up from sitting down. And Lonzo posted a video talking shit to Stephen A. Smith of getting up and down from a chair on one leg. And he was like, I like you, man. Where are you getting this? Where are you getting your information? Come on. Here's my thing, though, too. Like, maybe after that video ended, Lonzo was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. (laughs) Like, that's, like, the thing. But, I mean, yeah, it was good to hear him speak. And 
I did like I did listen to most of the interview, and I did like you are just aggravated because like I feel like I let the team down. I'm like, no shit, you let us down. Like we have just been mediocre, yeah, literally mediocre since he went down. Yeah, I know. And Trey really had to preface the question with, "You guys were one seed in the East before your injury." And I was like, feel like you could have left that out for just my mental wellness. That's the thing. Like I sent it to like I sent it to Brady a couple weeks ago. Like I, individually, it said like you know Lonzo Ball will appear on Trey Young's podcast. And Brady's just, dude, I was having a good day. Why would you, like, send that to me? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it definitely, it is just, like, becoming the biggest Chicago, like, what if? If, like, what if Lonzo doesn't go down? Like, do we remain the one seed? We don't fall, fall to the sixth seed to get our teeth kicked in by the Bucks in the first round. And, like, yep. it's, it definitely, definitely is interesting, that's for sure. Yep. All right, well, let's get to the man of the hour. All right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Now, feel free to correct me wrong on your accolades. 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 Yeah, I nailed it. All right, so he tied for third at the Illinois Open. He was the low amateur. He's got the course record at Sunset Valley Golf Club. He got outdriven by his older cousin last summer on the ninth hole of a different course. He holds the Illinois Wesleyan School round record and 36-hole record. He's a conference champion and an incredible student as well as athlete. Welcome on, Quinn Clifford. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. That's even giving you the real round of applause. Did did all those things, are all those things accurate? There was one in the middle that was a little questionable, but everything else was well, good. Don't lie, yeah, which, don't, which don't one, lie to us. Which one might have been a little questionable? <clears throat> I mean, the outdrive, the, out, <laughs> the proposed outdrive could be looked at different. Lee, from different mm. angles, huh. from the D-box specifically. Different angles. Were both balls in the middle of the fairway? Correct. Was one further than the other? Well, some would say that that hole's a bit of a dog leg right. So oh. technically, my ball was on the left side. <laughs> I, you know, being such a big golf guy I am, I know some of those terms. Yeah, I know some of these words. Yeah, I know some of these words. Uh, no, so uh, that's the only thing I will ever have above you, and so now I've given you full credit to be as good as you can be, and you are showing that, and it's fucking awesome, dude. So congratulations on just getting better each day and every day. Kill, Thank you. Killing the absolute game. Repping the brand with just honor and, you know, integrity. <laughs> For real. That's what we're built off of. Yeah. Um, so let's go um, – do you want to start Illinois Open, or do you want to st- start with breaking a course record? Either. Let's go mm-hmm. Illinois yeah. Open because that yeah. was nuts. So insane. You were the only. Were you the? You were the only amateur in the top ten going into the last day, right? Yes, I do believe so. Yeah, you had a bummer of a front nine. Yeah, a couple shots you wish you could get back. Yeah, I mean. I actually started the round with a birdie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then. <laughs> so walking off the first green, you know, definitely feeling myself. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, just kind of had a stretch strike. in there. Some shaky swings. Left myself in some bad spots. Next thing you know. You know, out at Flossmore, it's very easy to make a lot of birdies, but it's easy to get going the other way, too. Mm-hmm. And I kind of saw that. Uh Made a quick bogey, another one, followed up with a double. Uh, but, I mean, the whole thing all week was staying patient. And, yeah. like, honestly, nothing changed after maybe just a little reboot after walking off that um, sixth green. I mean, I was just going to stay patient, stick to the game plan. 
I had a lot of success on the back nine all week, so I, yeah. I wasn't worried. Um, and then obviously kind of turned things around, got things going in the right direction again. Yeah, absolutely. So what's that? What's that swing from front to back? Where obviously you're figuring it out because the back nine you kind of owned the entire two days before. So <laughs> was that was that the only thing getting you through? Like, okay, I know exactly what I'm gonna try to do in these next four holes. Yeah, uh, I definitely did notice. Um, I think I actually told my caddy making the turn, like, you know, we shot four under the first two days. Let's go do it again mm-hmm. uh, on the back. Uh, but I don't know what it was. Um, personally, I think the front nine's just a little tougher there. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really match the back. They're two completely different nines with, like, tee shot-wise. Definitely a little tighter. Um, and then, like, the front nine, the shortest hole in the course, it's, like, a at most 320-yard par four. Ooh. Some yikes. people, like, pull driver and get it up by the green. Oh. Uh, I played it five over for the week. So just that's, weird things like that. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say it's the easiest hole in the course, and I had my troubles. Um, Tried to outsmart the course? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's like the saying, golf the course is always going to win. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, that's what we try to do. We try to go above and beyond, though, it washed up. And yeah. You rep that brand so well. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, I you had a fan club for your last day there, yeah. and I don't know what made – one of your boys, um, one of the family boys, pull out his phone, and I knew exactly who it was when I heard the voice <laughs> in the background. But you're in the bunker, green side, on 18. What's what's the play? Because that yeah. chip-in was <laughs> disgusting. Well, thankfully, there wasn't a video of the shot beforehand. <laughs> uh yeah, I hit a good tee shot. It's par five, and I actually ended up having nine iron in. Uh, it was downwind, so I got one out there. And then <laughs> kind of just wiped a nine iron. Uh, pretty pitiful shot. And by no means was this bunker shot easy, but <laughs> for some reason, you know, I just got up there, calmed myself down after, honestly, probably the worst leave you could leave yourself going into that green. Because that whole green slanted away from me. It's a back right pin. Short-sided. Um, just picked out a landing spot. And not Dialed many times in. am I willing to say I hit a perfect <laughs> golf shot. But, like, that was probably the perfect golf shot in that scenario. That's, that's so <laughs> just, just to hear you say that, like, perfect. Like, that's got to be the best feeling ever. Yeah. I mean, to land it, like, you had to land it probably three feet off the green in the fringe. Land it soft, hit a little, have it check a little bit, and then basically it was going sideways the whole rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the coolest part was everyone that was there. Like, honestly, so thankful and grateful. for. I definitely, by probably 10 to 15 people, had the biggest following out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> which, was, which was awesome. A lot of south side. Uh, uh, what's the word? A lot of south Hit side. Hitman? Yeah. <laughs> out there cheering me on. Uh but no, it was awesome. What's like? What's the adrenaline like after that? Like you hit that shot, you got your boys. Like, are you just like trying to keep it together, like keep it calm and collected, or are you just like fuck it? I'm doing a, I'm doing a tiger <laughs> fist pump. Yeah, I I was probably a little shocked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it went in, I turned to my caddy and I was just like, 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> the caddy's like, well, I'm eating good tonight. Yeah. And then both guys in my group ended up coming over and were like, dude, you got to give me some for that. And that. That's when I was like, wow. Like that was, I mean, obviously it's a tournament. So I was like pretty locked in, but like when it all kind of hits you in that last moment, when you're like, oh, like, wow, that just happened. Then it kind of hit me. But in the moment I didn't, besides a little emphatic, uh, like, High five for my cat. <laughs> like you're, you're just like, all right, got to keep it together. Keep yeah. It together inside. You're just, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Fuck yeah, yeah motherfucker. <laughs> like, you, you didn't run over and do like a happy Gilmore, like beer bong. Like, yeah. when he runs over Dude, that would have been great if my dad just poured you a beer bong on uh, Greenside. High life. 18. High life. High life naturally. Yeah. Uh, it also does help that the Clifford family has about 9 million people. So and chances, followers, too. Yeah, absolutely. So getting yeah. a couple people out to support the kid. And I will say, most successful athlete of the Clifford, of my family. I won't say best because it's obviously me, but successful-wise, it's you. Well, I mean, I like to say I've had a lot of people to learn from. Oh, God You just just got put in a body bag. Oh, that was beautiful. Spin zone, body bag, knockout right there. I was trying to be a dick, and you beat me with kindness. It's such a prick move, dude. Knock this. We do this. Knock this. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) All right, dude. All right. Whatever, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, All right. So one of Brez's questions is when you're just playing, you're out with a couple buddies, what is your gimme these days? Do you even take any gimmies? Honestly... With, I think my gimme circle has shrunk playing with buddies. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty generous when I'm playing with my teammates and whatnot. Um, but, like, guys I'm giving strokes to, they're making me putt out everything. Cause, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to earn everything. From that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, it's earned, not given. Yeah. It, like, it, it's kind of to the point where even though I'm very generous with how many strokes I give them, mm-hmm. like, I, I do this basically for a living. Right. Like, I and they don't play nearly enough. Um, so I'm I'm not going to be, like, sharking them and trying to take their money. Yeah. But uh, it's crazy how they expect me not to, like, play well. <laughs> <laughs> and when I when I beat them, they're like, well, that's unfair. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I try to make it as fair as possible. That, that's what you're just like. You're like, all right, what are we doing here? You're like, yeah, you think I'm just going to be like, yep, I'm going to dog it. No, I'm going to give 110% no matter what. And if you don't like it, get the fuck off my course. Yeah. So they make me put out everything. <laughs> good. As they should. You know, I'm okay with that. It's good for the game. Yeah. Oh, there he is. We just uh, we just asked your gimme question, Brez. So we're you're still on track. Wait, should someone tell Brez that the Sox actually rehired Williams and Han? He might not even know. No, we'll he see knows. when he sits down. Um, <laughs> all right. So Sunset Valley Golf Club. You now? Did they give you a plaque? <laughs> no, I I didn't get anything actually. Uh, what? I I thought I would. Well, the pros were gone for the day. We played like a little afternoon round. So mm-hmm. when we got in, they were gone. But the lady called the pros they were like yeah course record was 64 so then she was like oh yeah just like verify your scorecard and then i'll take it and i was maybe thinking maybe getting something the next day but nothing what what did they say like you didn't get like a free hot dog or something no (laughs) that's ridiculous we're we're storming that course and we i could have bargained for one maybe but a hot dog or a plaque or both a hot dog (laughs) (laughs) he could have just needed a dog at the other turn is that one of the things where you're just like, okay, let's go play another 18 to see if you can just do it again. Or are you just like, okay, let me sit in this for a while? Yeah. 
I, after a round like that, it's kind of like, whew, yeah. And you probably, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, no. yeah, I wouldn't know what it's like to shoot a 62 on all 18 holes. <laughs> I can do it through 10, probably. Brez, uh, Quinn, Quinn, Brez. Uh, but that's sweet, dude. Yeah. What were the vibes? When did you start? Because I always jokingly go up whenever I check into a golf course and I say, what's the course record? Right. Because it's a, it's a I, great I, I joke. I, I think I've heard you. Like I've, like, I've gone golfing with you twice, and I've heard you say that. Each Absolutely, time. <laughs> because it gets the guy behind the counter a good laugh. And, and he, he might get nervous, too. Yeah, he might be like, oh, God. But I, I'm not wearing tour pants to go to the municipal golf course down the road. Uh, you might. <laughs> one day I have. Well, one day. I definitely have. Uh, it made me forget my question. <laughs> vibes. Yeah, just all vibes. What were they? Uh, when did they start changing? <laughs> yeah, it's, to you're like, it's oh shit, funny. I might be fucked up here. Well, so I I was playing with three, one teammate that's on the team now, and then two guys that are alums, and obviously we were playing a a game, a game, a match, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I shot five under on the front, which is what which was good. And then, but nothing, like, it's just a front nine, you know? Right. It's good. <laughs> humble, like, humble brag. I don't think, I don't think anything changed at that point. Um, but then, humble I think when I got it to, I made like a 30 footer Jesus to go Christ. eight under on a par three. And I think that was 14. And like, obviously if we're playing a game, like giving each other shit here and there, mm-hmm. uh, but then, like, after that putt went in, it, like, kind of got silent. And then it was like, oh. And yeah. then, like, nobody said a word the rest of the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. that, and then of- when I finally made the last putt, they were like, oh, my gosh. Dude. <laughs> 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 like, it was crazy how, by, like, everyone went from joking around to, like, silent. Really. Hold on. Yeah. Quinn might be doing yeah. something here. <laughs> like, like that, that's, like, a feeling every athlete wants, like, that, like, like whoa. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, it's literally the hold up, let him cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let him cook. <laughs> Next time you're playing, I'm going to show up and wear a shirt that says, yeah. let Quinn cook. <laughs> James, you're going to need a caddy along with James just to walk around because James won't be able to help you with any of the golf I stuff. I will not be able to help. But, but just he will put around. everybody else in their place while you're playing golf. Important. Need like, that. like I'll be allowed to talk during your backswing, but like if other people do, I'll break their freaking jaw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of a backswing, yeah, we go. It's a perfect lead-in, bros. How would you react if somebody like fart sneezed in the middle of your backswing? <laughs> That's called like burp snart. Uh, I've always like distractions. I I can always swing with, but I like if I'm laughing, no chance for me. So if I had enough time to hear it and process it, what it was, <laughs> yeah. I can't say I'm going to have much success. I would hope that I could be able to. Yeah, just power through. Yeah. But <laughs> to tiger hold it. Tiger hold it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I and can't say that it's happened before. And you're not shy to laugh, so if somebody gets yeah. you going, you will be toast. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the shit talking from your friends needs to turn into just really good jokes, and Honestly. then Quinn will not be able to play the game well. Yeah. I have like a very weak laugh. Like when I laugh, I get weak. And <laughs> just not like, ideal for the golf swing. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I have nothing. To add. I don't know. <laughs> like, James is like I. I laugh and I stay at the exact same level of strength. 
is it still the same? Yeah, that, that's pretty much why I kind of just like, I, I have nothing after that right there. What's like the, the most fucked up thing you've seen on a course that's either like, wow, that's fucked up or like made you laugh uncontrollably? Like in, in an actual event, whether it's high school, college, you know, whatever, private, whatever it may be. Mm. I don't know. Anything that just like made you go, well, this is golf. Yeah, like like, like <laughs> this like damn you people, this is golf. Or like or like the opposite, like like what the fuck? I've never seen that before. Or yeah, like It's never- probably the people playing with Quinn when they saw him make that thirty foot putt for eight under. They're like, <laughs> Oh, that's kinda fucked up. I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> See, when I do it with a Texas wedge off the green, everyone's like, Get the fuck out of here. But it, Quinn it makes a legit it. putt that he read for thirty feet. Completely different. I would just say, like, to, like, when I look back and say this is golf. Like, when kids will, like, hear something in the distance that has, was, like, no, had nothing to do with the timing of their swing. And they'll step off and act like, what was that? <laughs> right in my backswing? Like, it's kind of like the, do you not see me playing golf here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like where's That's the cute. cart girl? Like, yeah. those type of guys. When like, I just look at that, I'm just like, what are you, are you doing with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we trying to obtain here? It's like, yeah. like the saying, what are we doing here? You're like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the main things is, like, golf is one of the things people go do to escape. And when golf is your, like, go-to, like you said, you're doing it for a living, do you still love it? Like, do you enjoy it all the time? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's sick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess when the day runs out, when I stop loving it, it's when you got to give it up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so hard, and there's you can always get better. I think that's just what gets you coming back. Yeah. It, abs- it absolutely is one of those sports where there's zero, like, pinnacle. You know? Yeah. Every course is going to be different. For every other sport, the field's the same. Court's the same. Yeah, it's a new obstacle every day to kind of every get over. single day. And if you don't know what the hole holds, it's a completely new adventure. Yeah, it's a big like love the journey and not the destination <laughs> sport, in my opinion. Put that on a T-shirt, James. <laughs> yeah. I already have it tattooed on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, a quick question for you. So it's like, was this always the plan, like that you were going to be this? golf like prodigy or was it kind of like as you're no like as you're like getting older and older you realize like wow like i'm really good at this i can make a career out of this was that always kind of the plan I mean, that you, no that you, by my by no means and i still have a lot to get better at obviously but get the fuck out of here you shot a 62 <laughs> somewhere <laughs> uh no i i mean to be honest i wasn't even gonna play golf in college uh and then Things happen, decided to give it a shot. In high school, by no means was I, like, would I consider myself a good golfer. I was still, like, living the hoop dream, to be honest. <laughs> well, we're oh, all man. still living yeah. the hoop dream. Yeah, yeah. all of us. <laughs> I still am, too. <laughs> um, but then freshman year, I, like, had a kind of, like, taste of success, I guess. And it really just came from, like, getting beat, just – Wanted, yeah. wanted to work hard. Yeah. Like, all right, like I know I'm on the cusp. Like, I know if I just take that next step, I'm going to get there. Yeah, and very fortunate at Illinois Wesleyan. Like, the programs had a great history and, like, a lot of good players in and out of it. And just, like, kind of spending time with guys who've done it before, asking them questions. And then, like I said, just, like, getting sick and tired of getting beat every day <laughs> and just doing something about it. And then 
obviously it's like come a long way. Like you have to learn through experience, but yeah, by no means that I think I was going to be a prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) Be a prodigy. That's what you are. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously I'm late to the party. I know you guys have probably glossed over this already, but you know, the psychological pressure of being the low amateur on the board, because it's not like you don't know. Yeah. What the hell is that like? Uh, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Um, obviously would have liked to get it done and win the tournament. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really, I try not to get too high and too low about much. Uh, so I mean, leaving, I just try to take the positives, but you gotta, you know, get your sticks out and go back to work the next day. Yeah. That's beautiful. Like the pressure, obviously I felt it, but like I said, it's just, that's come from like experience, like, and working on being in those positions and like what to think, what not to think, like mental game wise. Um, Cause like, it's not as much as like someone might tell you, try to think normally. Like when yeah. you're in the 18th fairway yeah, with a chance to win, like it's not a normal thing to be there. So like, you can't just think normally and like learning that aspect of it has helped me a lot, but like you, you got to put yourself in those positions and, that's why I'm just so fortunate to like have those experiences and just try to keep learning from them. Never have a never have a bad day. Just learn from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus, Preach, I need bro. that That's pretty menta- fucking cool. Yeah, I need yeah. that mentality. Yeah, not not one of us have that mentality. <laughs> That's why he's the inaugurable athlete. <laughs> um, Brez wrote down a "Would you rather," but I need to I need to move it around a little bit because Brez wrote it down as "Would you rather be able to drive the ball 350 every time? It's going to be perfect." Or be perfect from putting 10 feet and in. 10 feet's too much. If you can putt from 10 feet, I feel like that's just a cheat code. So That's a 99, seven? That's a 99 so, overall. I think seven's still too much. I was going to say four might be too much. What? I don't know. So we're going to ask Quinn, what, would make, what distance of a putt would make that a tough would you rather? Where you just wouldn't automatically pick the putting because I know putting probably to make you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd probably be four or five feet. Like, I mean, if you said make everything inside eight feet, everyone would take that. Yeah. Like, so PGA PGA tour percentage of making eight footers is 50%, which is like, that's, crazy to think. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah like, I like the <laughs> look, I had Bre- no idea. Brez was, was just low. like ten feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you said, Cliff, you're like cheat code. You're yeah. like that's ninety nine overall. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, three fifty dead straight or within four feet. You're just it's just a gimme for you. I'll I think I'd take 350 dead straight, to yeah. be honest. If it's only four feet. Yeah. If it's five feet, I think I'd take putting. Wow, that that is a... <laughs> that's you, <No>. big hair. <laughs> that's there we go. Huh? It's, not a, it's not an interview until Brez brings up some part of a body. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably three feet for me, or it's a probably 350-yard drive, just because drive for show, putt for dough. You know what yeah. I mean? I, mean, I only like, care about people watching me on the tee box. Nine, nine, or ten and one, 
If anybody's watching, that ball needs to go 350 or else I'm not turning around. <laughs> That's I'm going not, right out the parking lot. I, I was just going to – just look – like how much of a badass you look if you're crushing that every time. You're just looking at the crowd like, fuck yeah. you. I just – people don't even have to see where the ball goes as long as it makes a good enough sound to where people are like, what the hell was that? I've done my job. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Do it one more time. Yeah. No, was not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 350 just because it'd be cool. Hey, I'm going 350. It'd be so too. sick. Yeah. But 10 feet for me would probably be like, I don't even I don't even know on my first putt if I could get it within 10 feet. You know? Hopefully yeah, for a two putt. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, in Three. a perfect world, my first putt from like 25 feet, I leave myself with like a five footer. Yeah. Okay. Because I that's I, normal. I've never been I've had probably the amount of shots close enough to the pin to be like holy shit that was a golf shot as fingers and toes while playing golf yeah 28 years old almost 29 i think it depends on the player too though because if you think about it 350 dead center every time and if you're playing like a regular regularly sized length golf course out of 10 par fives half are probably shorter than 360 so yeah, your green side, yeah. half half on par fours. Yeah. And you're probably going for every par five and two. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nuts. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think We're cooking. Depending on the player, I think that's probably the better choice, especially, yeah. especially for a guy like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was buttery smooth. Yeah. Man. He's been good, dude. He's been really good with the mic in front of him. Not not getting itchy at all. Um. So when did it start clicking? Was it right? Was it freshman year? Or was it sophomore? Uh, sophomore year. Yeah. My sophomore year, fall. Had a couple of good stretches of tournaments. Um, and then actually had a pretty up and down roller coaster spring. Yes, <laughs> with you. Well, that's what makes you tougher. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I definitely learned a lot from that spring. But... It all sprouted probably probably your fault from chasing distance. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. No, I, well, <laughs> made you tougher though mentally and yeah. physically. It's what we do. It, it all turned that day because like, the night before, I, me and Quinn and a couple of our cousins, we were just hanging out. And we were going to play golf the, early the next morning, and uh, I was convinced the entire time that I could outdrive Quinn at least once. And my dad was even like, "No, you can't." I was like, my own dad doesn't believe in me? Jesus Christ. I went right back downstairs, and I go, how much do you want to bet I outdrive you at least once tomorrow? Jira, just once. And, like, a couple of the uncles heard, and they are like, oh, God. (laughs) And uh, we settled on, like, five bucks uh, just because, you know, why not? Um, It was mostly just for the personal achievement award. Yeah. Yeah. And I had been playing just so mediocre (laughs) the entire day. Uh, drives were going left and right and we get up to nine and I don't even think about it. And I just fucking let one rip and I turn around and I go, I think that's it. Yeah. And Quinn's like, like yeah, and watch this. And Quinn murders it too. And I go, uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best, the most valid part about it though. We both got it. We both murdered yeah. it, dude. Brian and uncle Kevin were just like, what's going on? These <laughs> 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 fucking kids. <laughs> we're walking up to the balls and we're like it's different depth percentage, depth percentage, whatever you need perception. 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 <laughs> Each time you walk up to the ball, 
like three steps. I'm like, oh, I got you. Two more steps. Oh, fuck, Quentin's got me. <laughs> it's just back and forth until we get it. And I'd like tilt my head a little bit. And I was like, I fucking got you, dude. Yeah, you had me. Is this going to be the next like TNT, the match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, we're just going to be in Vegas. And like, it's just going to be, can Cliff out drive Quinn? Yeah, for real. Honest estimate. Capital One, give us a call. Honest estimate, what do you think the yardage was? 330. Oh, yeah, Jesus probably. fuck. Cl- yeah. Cliff can bomb him. Dude, I don't know if I can hit 330 on a downhill. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'd give you that. I'd give you 330. Uh, I don't know. As I'm saying it. Well, so Chris, guess- Chris taught me the method of, you know, just cut your backswing in half and don't swing like a pussy. <laughs> and that has actually worked, like, pretty well. Yeah. Like the John Rahm approach of just oh, yeah. cut it in half and yeah. just swing forward really hard. It is funny how, like, for us average golfers, one, like, little thing can get us through a round. And then if you tr- tell, like, one guy, like, Quinn, like, just one little thing, he's like, yeah, but I'm thinking about 19 other things that <laughs> he, actually matter. He's 500 steps out of us. <laughs> yeah, Maybe 600. For, yeah, for real. Oh, yeah, you want me to keep my back foot a little more stable? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm reading the green from 90 <laughs> feet out. Like, I'm in, I'm in the zone. Like, yeah. you guys are way out of the zone. Yeah. What is the shittiest piece of unwarranted <laughs> yes. advice that you've ever been given? It's a because great there question. Has gotta be it's got to be so hit much. Straight. It's got a, it's a great question, Brez. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's either hit him straight because it's so hard to hit a golf ball straight. And if you notice, no tour pro hits the ball straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys either cut it or draw it. Um, but that was pretty easy to figure out. The The most interesting was probably like inside five feet, ramming in the back edge. Um, I've done as much as I can to get away from that. Just means like, firm yeah. take yeah. the break out uh because it just actually lowers your chances of making the putt oh so you're saying like just put it with speed with <laughs> five so you take right the, i mean if you put like, it with perfect speed the putt can go in on all edges of the hole but yeah. with fast speed it's not gonna go in right so i'd say that yeah don't ram your putts in yeah how about I the i'll drive my fucking <laughs> putts <laughs> yeah. baby <laughs> Yeah, there's like a trend going around right now where it's like, is this a gimme? And they're like, no. And they tee it up and just bomb it. Yeah. Uh, how about the uh, keep your head down, kid? Oh, that's got to be brutal. <clears throat> yeah. When did you start realizing that uh, when your body turns, your head's going to yeah, come with it? Yeah, it just completely limits rotation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, keep your head down. Make sure you stare where the ball is the entire way. Well, I stop. So. Yeah. Luckily, those. That usually is the advice for people whiffing. Yeah. So we were True. past that point. Um, but yeah, I can't take, I can't say I t- took that advice with much, <laughs> much more than a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, James, Brez, any more questions? What is the best piece of unwarranted advice that's actually like done something? Just win, probably. <sighs> that's what we do. Hmm. Either, I actually just saw this, this is why I'm going to say it. Um, it's like, I think Max Homa said it, but maybe Kobe said it too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said it, it was brilliant. <laughs> it's like when you're uh, when you're chiseling at a rock and it's that hundredth hit that breaks it and that you might think it's like, oh, I just cracked the code, but it's also like the 99 hits before it that got you there. Yeah. And I think that's just so true with like golf and the ebbs and flows of it. Um, it's so easy to get down on yourself. Like, everyone says, like, baseball, 
you know, you can succeed one out of four times and be a Hall of Famer. Right. And, like, the best golfers of all time succeed less than that. Yeah. And I know, like, second place finishes in a golf tournament are really good, but, like, if you bogeyed that 18th hole to, to lose it, you're not feeling good about that at all. Yeah. Right. Um, you know so what? You're right. I'm going to deposit more into my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the next one. It's and, the next hit. And, Quinn, that quote, they actually got that from me. I said that. <laughs> so really? So that's I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, what's, uh, what's one thing you would tell uh, this group of idiots right here that uh, need one little idiotic fix to make their mentals on the course not disappear the instant one bad shot happens? Yeah, uh, think less. Actually, mm. okay. I've stopped taking practice swings. Oh yeah, yeah I don't. I, I don't take practice. I don't swings. take practice. I have. I've taken a practice swing since my last lesson with my dad. Don't need them. I, I. I don't do it. It's like when we played last year. It's like someone's like James, take a practice swing. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm just gonna get up there and hit it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's that gonna solve? Like, I'm like, if you see me, I'm awful at golf, and I'll never be good. Like, I just do it for fun. That's but like. True. I just don't like, yeah, when people are like, dude, just get a good practice rip in. I'm like, what is that going to do with me right now? I'm like, I'm just trying to hit it near the hole. I'm like, I'm not good. I don't really know what I'm doing, so let's just leave it at that. We're doing general area things. We're not aiming. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one of the lessons I got. um, The guy gave me the lesson. We were on actual grass, and he was like, you notice how every practice swing I can just, like, nick the grass? And I was like, yeah, I'll never be able to do that. He's like, so before you swing, just, like, Take a couple of those and try and just graze the grass. What do you know? Three swings later, there's 19 divots somehow, <laughs> 30 feet away. <laughs> I, I can't just skim the top edges of these grass shards down there. So, practice swings, take them out. We don't take need them. them out. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do any practice putting strokes in my routine. Yeah, uh, they actually some like golf psychologist did a mental study and like took. It's very official. I, I forget. It's somewhere on Twitter, but he, like, took brain scans of, like, golfers during their putting routine somehow and found that, like, people that took putting strokes in their routine uh, had their mind distracted off the actual target, which is the most important always. Whoa. Which is actually pretty interesting. Because if you think about it, I mean, if you're doing, like, a practice stroke, you're thinking about stroke. Yeah. Right. Which is probably the worst put- thing you can think of over a the actual putt. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Think less. Target. Just be a target hitter. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. Good. So, um, we're we're on the right track. Yeah. Don't waste the good swing. No, never. Yeah. Um, all right. So, we're going into another year. Illinois Wesleyan. Do you have some goals? What's on the agenda mentally going into uh, this next year? Uh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, want to win a national championship with the team. Um, I think we do have the that's we got the squad to do it this year. The fact that that's a goal is fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, that's like, sick. Like yeah. you have that winning mindset, that killer instinct. Like, like yeah. it's immediately in the realm of possibility. That, that's that the goal. Cool. Yeah, that's like, so fucking cool. Once yeah. you say the words, you're like, oh, oh, you guys are okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to get better. And learn as much as I can. Obviously, there's. I want to win some tournaments out there. Yeah. Uh, All American would be nice. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Top ten in the rankings. Hell yeah! Give nationals a run. 
Love that. And you'll uh, in number one at Wesleyan. Yeah. Just hopefully. like undisputed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the undisputed one yeah. for like the a, fellas to look up to. Do you have yeah. a championship belt that will walk around like undisputed? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we should look into that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that for you. That'll be you a, a ring. It, but you got to prove it. If you need me to come and get weird to distract opponents in match play. <laughs> That's your guy. Sign me up. <laughs> guy. Say, James I'll is going to do some weird shit. <laughs> James is going to be walking up the fairway with Quinn. Brez is going to be shirtless behind the green for everybody else. <laughs> I, I, and I me and Brady are just going to be in the car waiting for you guys to get back. <laughs> like, I know. Whoa, like, are these assless chaps? <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's, I know we're sick of like making happy Gilmore references, but like Brez is literally the guy with the bucket hat on like shooter you want to go to like red lobster <laughs> you want to go to red lobster <laughs> like Prez is going to be throwing off your opponents left and right yeah just Uh-oh. don't look at me whatever it takes <laughs> don't look at <laughs> me don't even make eye contact oh that's good um all right so i feel like i had one more question but uh this has been awesome dude yeah. so we're very proud of you we are we are, we all are uh, actually as, <laughs> it's kind of nuts it's really fun following you around and um, we wish you nothing but the best with this upcoming season yeah. and year. Appreciate the entire that. year. You guys are the best. You're going to crush. Can't wait to see you do it. Appreciate yeah. the support. All right, let's move on to some more stuff. Quinn's going to hang around, give us his two cents on some other things, but let's get to some ML. B. So, uh, Brez, yeah, did you, uh, did you see... The news? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, our prediction was that you saw it in the Uber on the way here, and you were chatting up the Uber driver that obviously didn't want to listen. I just said, oh, my fucking God, let's go. <laughs> and he was like, thought I was yelling at a red light. <laughs> uh, English is a second language driver. I felt bad because, you know, it was something lost in communication. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been that excited since, you know, maybe the Bears drafted Justin Fields or traded the first pickback to get DJ Moore. Kenny Williams can go fuck himself <laughs> into the sun. I am so glad that guy is gone. I know. It's so great. I mean, I just saw, like, I had to open up Twitter because, like, yeah. it's, like, so funny. I see more stuff on Sox Twitter than Cubs because the Sox is just – all just complaining and it's hysterical. Yeah. But someone just said breaking news, Hawk Harrelson will be announced as the GM. Like such a Jerry move for him to do that. <laughs> as a as a prank? As a prank, but yeah, they're That's like great. that would be the I, biggest Reinsdorf move for him to yeah, bring in Hawk Harrelson. Do you know like the the Vince McMahon like meme template? Yeah. Watch one. There's a thousand of them and I love every I single got one. one. It's one, Rick Hahn gets fired. Oh and two, Kenny Williams gets fired. Three Tim Anderson gets traded. Four. Jerry Reinsdorf dies. Yeah, Jim McMahon's seizing. Uh, Vince McMahon's seizing. Jim McMahon's a Super Bowl champion. I just saw like another thing. It's like a Sox fan going, how sad is it that this is our World Series for the year? Yeah, dude. I mean, but it's, it's the same as the Bears having the Super Bowl B getting the first pick. It, you know, you have to take the pluses. As a Super Bowl victory, as a World Series victory, even though we're still going to win the World Series. So, so for like you guys, like two passionate fans, like does this just show that like all right, Jerry's maybe getting out of his own head? Like all right, I need to do things differently, or is this showing that he's maybe just cleaning house to, for the team to be sold? 
Like, how do we feel? Like, do we really think things are going to change? Or do you think, like, we're going to, like, I just saw another thing on Twitter that said Chris Getz is the front runner for GM. Like, how would you guys feel about that? Chris Getz? Wasn't he, like, a shitty second baseman for, like, two and a half years on the Sox? The only reason people knew his name is because he hit at strikes, like, twice. Like, the bad, like. Oh, yeah, the batting cage. I was thinking, like, the pitch for a sec. I mean, he. I think his lifetime average is like two thirty eight or something, and now he's looked at. Uh, he's, I, I don't, don't care if he sucked as a player. If he's a talent evaluator and create and can create a positive dugout culture, then good. Go after him. Get it. The yeah. guy we have as a manager in the dugout can't fucking discern his own ass from his hand. Yeah, dude. He can't learn a pitching staff. Like, I would ha- like a monkey's. A monkey could spin a wheel better <laughs> and randomly select names to step out to the pitching mound, probably better than Pedro Gafal, like, takes time to evaluate. And then what's this bullshit now of, you know, long relief opportunities where a guy's going out to get five outs and you use them three days in a row? Of course that guy's going to get shelled on the third day. Yeah, 100%. What oh. are you thinking? Oh, you Sox fans never cease to amaze me. You guys are saying Theo now? You think Theo's going to go there? Like, Sox fans are tweeting, like, give Theo anything he wants. No way. (laughs) No, if that happens, if that happens, I will burn Chicago worse than that cow kicking over that can or fire or whatever. I want it to happen just to fuck with you. Dude, that'd be hilarious. He knows winning. If he's going anywhere, anywhere, he's got two jobs. It will not be the White Sox. It's commissioner. Or it's going to be the Mets. Those will be one of his two jobs. Why would he want to go to the Mets? Because Cohen will give him the book to fix that team. They have the highest payroll and gave up their entire farm system. That is a sentient dumpster fire worse than the White Sox. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to call other teams dumpster fires? Yeah, we never had a farm to begin with. They gave theirs all away, and they still have the second highest payroll in baseball. If Theo goes to the Sox, I will just start crying. Like, I will cry myself to sleep every night. Good. Or or we're just going to go to the Honky Tonk Bar in Nashville if that happens. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's just a Nashville bar because the Nashville White Sox was a trending for like 30 minutes today. See, like, I'm looking at you now, Pat. Like, I, you're in your brain. You're like, fuck, dude. We could win the division. And Theo, you're like, it could happen. It's not mathematically impossible. Thank you. I, see, what did I say? I said Brad's going to come in. Like, I, we're not out of it yet. No. Oh, Paris. I've been checked out. I went oh, to the yeah. game last night, and we lost by two touchdowns. Yeah, last night. I mean, dude, it's abysmal, man. I joke. I, I can't even say it was jokingly, because like, I legitimately thought we were going to win the division for so long. Because I, yeah. it was just like one of those things, looking at the entire AL Central, you're like, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit, my dog shit, dog shit. And I was like, my dog shit has to win. You know what the fucking sad thing is? It's like the dog shit in Kansas City has one of the best baseball talents in the game. In Bobby Witt Jr. He's a uh. stud. He's so good. He, he uh. single-handedly beat the Cubs on Friday, and the Cubs should, had to win that game, but... They're still. That's he, what I. He's hate. gonna hit forty and forty next year, and that's what easily. I hate, dude. When the good guys are also handsome, like leave something for somebody else. Have you like seen the shit on his chin? 
Yeah. I guess he's just bringing it down to be like, you know what? I'm a normal guy. <laughs> I'm just a run-of-the-mill guy. I'm just like you. Yeah, I can grow shitty facial hair. Yeah, but if you shaved it, you'd be a 10, so shut up. Hey, shout out to uh, other fellow Brother Rice Crusader. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Massey, yeah. He's like good friends oh, with I, one I of the guys in my him. office who also went to Brother Rice. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he's, he's good. I mean, post-All-Star break. He's hitting above 300. He's way above the Mendoza line now. He's now below league average on strikeouts. He's hitting third for the Royals. He's he's doing it. Also good looking. Damn it, dude. <laughs> yeah. he, he's son he, of a bitch. Dansby Swanson. Great eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Great eyebrows. All right, let's go through more handsome guys. Dansby Swanson, yes. <laughs> Me, if so, if Dansby is. Yes. By the transitive <laughs> by property. Osmosis. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this whole thing with uh, a camp, I really wish it broke like two minutes before recording so I could read more about it. But I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I feel like Ricky Bobby right now. I, I just uh, I feel like I have to go for a run. I hope that Kenny Williams is shown on TV next year and looks older than Tony LaRusso did <laughs> yesterday. Dude, he looked dude. horrible. He looked horrible. Did you see what he looked like, Quinn? No. He oh, looked, he my God, like he, dude. He jumped feet first into the grave. Holy shit, dude. You guys owe him an apology. Fuck you guys, him. You guys were ruthless oh to that guy, and it was just... Gosh. Yeah, dude. He stopped How dying his hair. Like That's year. it. Yeah. Dude, it happened... Instantly, even his, his dude, he literally just stopped dyeing his hair. Then that was it. He looked that old the whole time. Oh my god! And he had sunglasses Brutal, right? on. Yeah. So Tony La Russa looks just a oh, like a mess of a dude. Oh, okay. Enough of the White Sox because it's just a little bit of good can, news that makes you feel good. Can we chat about the other team in Chicago? That's two and a half back. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the NL Central Brewers are leading, and the Cubs are two and a half back. What's the mentality? I think just right now it's like you know going back to last week. I was like, how the fuck are the Cubs going to like lose this game to the Sox? And obviously they came back and won. It was awesome. But it's like I keep saying to myself whenever I get frustrated when they lose these bullshit games, I'm like, all right, we weren't even expected to be in this place. And right now they're just playing with nothing to lose, and I'm loving every single second of it. I can't wait till you give. Cody Bellinger, like an eight-year deal, and he just goes back to the Cody Bellinger. Like I said, we're we're in a, we're in a wild card spot right now, two and a half games out of the division, and you guys are celebrating your GM and president being fired. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not. The Cubs have been a very exciting team, like top to bottom. You know, you can't really knock them. There's nothing to knock them for. They have outperformed. Yeah, and you're like Dansby Swanson wasn't hitting for power, which was like you know part of his profile when you signed him to the contract. Yeah. But you know his defense has been great. He started hitting for power after the All Star break. Homer denied already. And yeah, no, like he's he's picked it up. Like the Cubs have a lot of good pieces. Like if yeah, you know Marcus sure. Stroman, no, way overperformed this year so well, far. Here's the thing: I before you got here, I said I owe Jed Hoyer an apology because he. Didn't extend Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant. Bryant, don't know if he's in the league anymore. Rizzo is just an average first baseman. And Baez, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Below. Way below average first baseman. But then Hoyer was right not to extend them. We're in a better spot now. And also with Stroman, I'm like, why the fuck didn't he extend Stroman? Stroman's been pitching great. Now Stroman could be out almost the whole year. 
and like it says Cubs are not going to extend him. Like Jed Hoyer's making the right plays right now, and you just can't be mad at it. Yeah, no, he's and it's, he's done fun. very good things. I mean, Justin Steele does not get enough recognition for Cy Young. He is fucking an anomaly, though. I hate Justin Steele. He doesn't be- like you either. Dude, Doesn't pass ex- the name test. Like his expected stats, like his XFIP, his XERA, like everything is so bad. Like he, he, 14 if he and has three. a modicum of like statistical regression, he is going to be a below average pitcher next year. Uh, I don't care about next year. I'm thinking about October right now and just really? upsetting the Dodgers. Oh, or God. The- no, James, come on, dude. I saw last week when like, the Cubs tweeted out after Morrell like hit that homer, which was just so fucking awesome. But like uh, someone like a Cubs account tweeted out saying the two words that I don't want to think about yet, and that's believe in October. And I'm like, I am not ready for those two words in my vocabulary. Because yeah, basically a, just mentioned both of them though. <laughs> I mean, but if that if that is the case, like, you know, it's just if we if we get the wild card spot and say we pull off an upset in the first round, whether it's the Dodgers or the Braves, sure. I might have to check myself into a mental institution. Because it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be too much. And Maybe. by that time, the Bears are gonna be six and one. Ohio State's gonna be undefeated. Yeah, it's gonna be a whirlwind for James. It's gonna probably be a, five and one. By I'm gonna that, be by. eating Domino's cheesy bread every single night just to hide the pain. Well, let Luis Robert come over for to hang out with you for that. He, you know, he can. He'll just he'll he'll, he'll <laughs> stand and watch me eat the cheesy bread like he watched that Morel bomb. <laughs> oh, roasted! Yes, got me. Um... Cubs uh, don't have a shot to win the World Series. I mean, like I said, you got to play. Hey, hey, do you think the Guardians (laughs) or Twins could win the World Series? No. Absolutely not. I don't think. That's exactly what my (laughs) point is. The Cubs, it's just like, they're going to have to, like, look at the bracket today. And it is just, like, this is loser mentality, but it's just nice. It's like seeing the in the hunt graphic. Like, to see them actually in a playoff spot is, like, refreshing. But, yeah, like, we would if we won the first round, we'd have to play. We would have to play the Dodgers next if the playoffs started today, and the Dodgers are playing on a different level right now. Yeah. And it is just so Six fr- games would be an accomplishment. I mean, it's just like the Dodgers are just like, you got to play the Dodgers or the Braves, and it's just that's going to suck. But, I mean, the Braves are notorious for always kind of, other than the World Series two years ago, they always kind of collapse in the playoffs a little bit, which I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think it's the Atlanta Braves, one, they're – the first team to become publicly traded as an entity. They have the third lowest payroll in baseball, too. Third lowest payroll in baseball, and it's locked up for eight years. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, they're going to be nuts like, for a long what time. What they have in place is moronic. It makes no sense. Yeah, so the Braves are obviously winning the, um, the NL East. Phillies are 12 and a half games back of them, um, but... The Phillies also are a lead in the wild card, so it's looking like the Phillies, if they can just keep playing competent ball, they'll be up there. Um, NL Central, Milwaukee Cubs, we talked about it. NL West, the Dodgers are up 12 on the Giants as well. I mean, yeah, the the Dodgers, like I said, they're just playing, like the Dodgers, like they're always going to be good, and it just sucks. Yeah. And I mean the Diamondbacks. We we did say multiple we really times we wanted them. We want we wanted to see the Diamondbacks. We really wanted to see them. Like there was like you know, a couple weeks ago, I was in a group chat with people, and they're like, "Oh, dude, Diamondbacks Reds is going to be a great wild card game." That's not happening. That's not yet. happening anymore. Um, the AL West is the most excited race. I'm excited to see though. Oh yeah, AL West. Uh, Texas leads 
by a game and a half over Houston, two games over Seattle, and then the Angels are 11 back. But we're not <laughs> counting out the White Sox at 16 back, so we can't count out the Angels at 11 back, I guess. I mean, hey, can, can we just talk about Corey Seager's line this year? What line? He's He missed, like, the first 20 games of the year. Yes, he did. Hasn't missed a game since. Guess what his OPS is? Um, I don't know. 1.157. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's insane. That's a ridiculous number to see. Like... Anytime you get the one His before OPS the... OPS is higher than Otani's. Yeah, once you get the one in front of the decimal point, you're doing good things. It's an, it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. And that offense is a fucking wagon. Yeah, everybody... They have Leody Tavares, who would be the highest average hitter on the White Sox, including Luis Robert, yeah. batting ninth. Yeah. That it's reminds me, I used to bat game. ninth, so... Um, and you have a state championship. That what? Thanks, James, for bringing that up. It's been a while since we talked about that. Yes, I do. Um, so I know a little bit about batting ninth for a winning culture. Um, yeah, Leody Tavares. Uh, Jesus, why can't I talk today? Leody is uh, really cool. I bet him to home run once, and he home runned. Nice. And it was probably like seven and a half to one. Yeah, it was seven. Yeah, it was great. A little moisture for the oyster. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, the Orioles. Um, well, first, we have to talk about the other dumpster fire in New York. So, New York just can't get it right this, either way. Both of them suck. Oh, sorry. Last I checked, the Cubs were winning 4-3. to three. Now, they're losing 7-4. to four. So, apologies. But, I was looking up the standings. Baltimore's leading the AL East by 3 over Tampa. Um, Brez has already counted Tampa out. Yeah, um, they're, they're rightfully done. so. They're done. Yeah, they're toaster strudled. Um... So the AL playoff picture, if it were to happen right now, Orioles, Rangers, Minnesota, uh, AL wild card, Tampa Bay, Houston, Seattle. And then the NL leaders, Atlanta, Dodgers, and Milwaukee Brewers. And the wild card, Phillies, Cubs, San Fran. It's so nuts to me to picture a division so good that 12 games behind the division lead gets you into the wild card. Both the Phillies and the Giants are 12 games behind their division leader, and they are in the wild card. I say, like, it's the Giants have to be, like, when I said a month ago that the Giants yeah. have to be a dark horse for Otani because they just, every year, they are somehow in a wild card spot with right. an average team. Like, they're always in it, and you got to give them credit. And then, like, you know, the Phillies, like, they obviously started off like shit, or like, they're going to turn it around. It is just baffling, though, how, like, the divisions are just so... Like, you got the Dodgers and Braves just running away with everything. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I am excited for October because I a couple videos from, like, past playoffs are coming back, and the atmosphere is just completely different. So, regardless uh, if the Sox win the division or not, I will be tuning in to the playoff run of whoever I decide to root for. It's like, I hate the St. Louis Cardinals, but, like, the David Freeze hitting that homer and Joe Buck going, we will see you tomorrow night. Like, yeah. You're like, God, that's so fucking great. Yeah, nothing better than a game seven. Uh, I desperately need Ronald. <laughs> you just Acuna said that so defeated. You just said that so defeated. To lead the league and run scored. <laughs> you got like, like so bad. We're just like talking. So like, bad. We're just like talking about upbeat stuff, playoff baseball, and you just sounded so dead inside <laughs> when you just said that statement. Dude, the fact hey. you can't cash out of a futures bet is 
bullshit. <laughs> it's uh, the best pick I've made in years. Yeah. I, uh, I, we're about to get to NFL, but I, um, I have a couple ten dollar uh, division winners parlays for the NFL. Uh, oh. One of them is ten to win five hundred grand. So if that hits, your nil money is coming in shortly, <laughs> Quinn. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're getting a brand new driver. But a lot of it uh, relies on Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I wouldn't hold your breath. He was Dude, just named starter. I, I know. All right, hold on. Yep. Do you want to break it? Sure. What about Baker? Yeah. Oh, no. I was going to say, can I start with my? Oh, yeah. No, uh, I'll start with my QB. Uh, Baker Mayfield just got named the starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, They already wanted to give it to him, but he wasn't outperforming Kyle Trask. So um, with a couple weeks to spare, Baker did it. I don't know how, or if they were just like, fuck it, we got to go with Baker. He's got more personality. He overthrew one fewer pass. Absolutely, dude. And I think um, it's a dark horse for that division. It is a dumpster fire worse than the central divisions in baseball. Yeah. It's not a good division. Yeah. I mean, the Niners are going to. It's Niners, Rams. Bucks, right? No, am I tweaking? No, it's you are one hundred percent tweaking. Way Niners, off. it's Rams, Niners, Seahawks. Panthers, Saints. There it is, Falcons. I think you're wrong now. Yeah, you are. Both of you are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, am it, I? It's, it's Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons. Oh and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. West. Oh, so is, exactly what I just said. You said Niners. Yeah. You no, did. I didn't. You, I, in the words of Tommy Boy, I caught a Niner in there. <laughs> Oh, I must have been using the Niners as the Buccaneers then. Yeah. So uh, the Saints are like minus 150 to win that division. And I was like, well, if uh, Derek Carr can win a division, so can Baker Mayfield. So I mean, that, that division is such a joke. Yeah. Do you want a rookie? The uh, thing is, it's like people are like, oh, Chris Olave is breaking out. It's like yeah, he is. Baker Mayfield historically has been very good on deep balls and he's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Like, yeah, don't thank give Cliff, you. Don't give Cliff any more ammo right no, now. Cliff is I, like, I, I am also backing <laughs> the bucks to be the division winners. Double down. NIL, NIL, NIL. Come on. If like the bucks this year, like start off like five and one cliff is just going to be on a different level. Oh, I'm going to be unbearable. They still have the same defense. Like they didn't lose anybody on defense. It's not, it's not a good. And defense. also, you know, their offensive line that missed four starters in 16 games last year is healthy. You know, maybe that makes a material difference. Yeah. And, uh, are you still high on your boy? Rashad white? Yeah. Yes and no. No, because he had a soft tissue issue and uh, <laughs> has been out for a while. Yeah. And uh, my favorite sleeper for fantasy purposes is Sean Tucker, who uh, was initially projected preseason last year to be like a day two draft pick. Oh, really? He tore his Achilles, or not his Achilles, his ACL. Uh, before like the college season ended up going undrafted, they get him out of like uh, like undrafted free agency. They pay him like a fourth rounder. You don't do that for somebody you don't believe in. True, and give him multiple years. True, if they're not drafted, and you know like his college pedigree, it was great. Rushed for like four point eight yards a carry, has catching in his profile, 
And he's got a good 50 pounds on Rashad White. And, like, Junk. De- Devon A-Chain already got hurt. Yeah. It's a shoulder dislocation. He's 187 pounds, which, like, you know, to normal humans, it's a big guy. Yeah. To football humans, that's very small. Yeah. I forgot to say one thing when we started uh, our NFL talk. Uh, Bears Super Bowl. James? Nux, Nux. He's awesome in person. (laughs) So James got to meet uh, his favorite person alive currently. Yeah. Like, it's like me and Mara, who I was with. Shout out Mara. He's classic. We have a saying. We say the family. Yeah. And, like, we have an imaginary family tree, and it's Fields is, like, head of the family. And then Hezbollah and then the Paul brothers, like we say, they're in the family. It's this imaginary family. Mm-hmm. And we told Fields he's part of the family. He didn't really acknowledge it, but like, you know. But he knows now. He knows. He 100% knows. And we like literally, I saw on Twitter, it said, um, it said like he tweeted out, it's like, I'm going to be at this Verizon in Hoffman Estates, which is in the middle of Bumblefuck nowhere. Yeah. yeah. There's no trees out there. As I learned the hard way, as you can see my tan. Uh and we went out there, and it's like, I just, I'm like, what if this is, like, a total joke, and he's just not here, and we're like, that'd be kind of funny. I would respect the troll job, but I would send him a request for gas. Yeah, not, that would have been hilarious. And we pull up there, and there are just people lined up around the street, and oh, so we were God. waiting in line, and we just kept saying, expect disappointment, expect disappointment, like, we're not going to make it. Right. Then we start getting to the front, and we're like, holy shit, like, we're going to get in. And then they're like, oh, 10 more minutes. I'm like, motherfucker. And Mara just goes like, dude, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We get into the Verizon and his manager or agent or whatever comes up. It's like, yeah, you guys are the last two people. I'm just letting you guys know. And we're just like, no fucking way. And then I turn around. I look outside. There's still a mile of people lined up to get in there. I'm like, I go, I'm like, I literally said it. And his manager heard me say it. I'm like, dude, this is like we got in the rowboats on the Titanic and everyone else is like stranded. <laughs> and like Adequate. Yeah. And so like we went up to him. I just said, like, hey, can I get a no age? He's like, I owe baby. And we're just like, you know, you're in the family. And he kind of just said, like, all right, shut up and take the picture with me. <laughs> and he smelled so he just smelled like a winner. Like, and I like I like I literally like I think I blacked out and yelled, like, you're the best. And like they're like, all right, you guys gotta get going. Yeah, get out of here. And, but you're he, scaring the kids. You're grown men, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> We're the same age. Don't rate. Yes. Or I think he's he, younger. He's younger than me. Like I said, like I told him, like, I, like I, I, we were walking in the parking lot and I'm like, I told a grown man he's like the best who was younger than me. You just did the same to Quinn not too long ago. He's in the family too. <laughs> um, yeah. His family is athletic as fuck. Come oh, on. But it was just like, and then too, like someone came out from Verizon. It was like, I wish I would have like videotaped it because it was just like, a bunch of old hillbillies with like memorabilia for him to sign. You could tell they're going to sell that shit on eBay. And like the guy's like no autographs. Like it's like, take a picture like this and that. And people just left right away. I'm like, Oh my fucking God. Scumbags. Yeah. And then this one guy was standing in line in front of us and he goes, Oh, fields is from California. And right away I look up, I'm like, I'm like, and I go, I want to keep listening to this guy. He's like, no, he's from California. He likes like, he always grew up a Bears fan, and I just finally had enough. I'm like, where the fuck are you getting this information? I'm like, he's from Kennesaw, Georgia. And the guy's <laughs> like, no, he's from California. And I'm like, do not poke me. It's hot. I just finished my water. I'm like, he's from Georgia. <laughs> I'm like, stop saying he's from California. And the guy pulled out his phone and goes, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, damn straight. I'm like, we back our guys. I know where my guy's from. Yeah, you don't argue James over the whereabouts of his favorite person. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like it was. It was just like the people watching there, though. Like you had 
the guy, I guess, like we asked the person at Verizon what time was the earliest someone got there. The thing started at 3.15. Someone got there at 10 in the morning and was sitting in a lawn chair all day. It was announced that early before. I feel like that's a little No, scary. he tweeted it the day before and said, oh. come meet me at this thing. And he's not verified on Twitter, so people kind of thought it was like a joke. Justin Fields isn't verified? My man's not paying for a check mark. No. Yeah, he's not paying for that he's shit. He's not selling out for a check mark. True. And But the thing is, though, too, and then you realize it was real because he never tweets. Like, his last tweet was them, like, drafting Darnell Wright, who's injured, but uh, drafting Darnell Wright saying, yes, sir. You're like, all right, this is real. But, um, yeah, you had, it was like the people watching there. It was like people were using their kids to cut in line to try to get him to sign stuff. Mm-hmm. Once people found out he wasn't doing autographs, people showed their true colors. People just wanted and they to get, weren't orange and blue. They weren't orange and blue. And I just said, I'm like, I hope there's a Packers fan or a Michigan fan here because I'll go to fucking jail right now. <laughs> I'm like, I will legit go to jail if someone starts dropping those lines in front of my man. And no one did. And it was cool. Got to meet him. And we just told him like MVP season. And he just started laughing. He's like, I wish, I wish. I'm like, it's going to happen. I'm like, you're going to get that Super Bowl and MVP. I love it. I, I texted Brady though. Like Brady was pissed. He couldn't go. He had to go take care of something. And I said, Mike Brady, what if Anthony Richardson was with him? Brady just replied, I jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, what's the uh, – is Illinois Wesleyan just mostly Bears fans? Uh, yeah, a lot of Cubs fans, though. Okay, so great, that kind of Chicago. Great, great people. Yeah. yeah, A lot of Southern Illinois Cubs. Southern Illinois Cubs? I yeah. went to – Because they're to, like, we're Illinois. We root against the Cardinals. See, when I, I went to Eastern <laughs> for a year and a half, and Eastern – was all Cardinals and Sox fans. It's all South. Like, there were not a lot of Cub fans there. All Cardinals fans in Eastern. Brutal. That doesn't make sense. I guess it does. I had to suffer through Philly fanatics oh, and yeah. New York fans. Oh, that sucks. Oh, God. God bless you. That sucks. I had to suffer through um, just Brewers? school. Brewers fans? I don't know. Just people at the school boners yeah just real, real chilly just you like know, erect what, penises yeah i had to suffer through way too many pairs of sperries is the way oh. i would look at that oh lots of pink shorts and pop collars yeah this is like any 80s bad guy movie yeah what else did you have to suffer through <laughs> um so one thing brady wanted us to talk about is uh brock purdy's back and healthy so his uh Fuck. many uh, units on <laughs> sam darnold to be mvp not looking good for the kid dude all that along with the lonzo interview um i'm not convinced that it's work that's keeping him out of this episode like- yeah the lonzo interview put him Six feet under. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it broke my heart, too. It was sad. Because. It was, it was a bummer. You know, when he was healthy, we were the top team in the East. We had the highest defensive efficiency rating. Yeah. We looked incredible, and we had two lines. It was a well-built team. Mm-hmm. As soon as he's gone, it's like the thread that like you think you have like on a loose shirt and then you keep pulling the thread and the whole shirt starts to tangle. Yeah. Losing Lonzo was that thread. Yeah. Like it you just keep it pulling it and now the shirt's gone. The whole thing up. I, I think the day Lonzo got hurt was the day I puked on air. <laughs> so we should have <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah, no, yeah. that's the day everything kind of went down the drain. Like I puked on air like the devil was possessed. That was hilarious. I love how I asked you to cut it out, and, like, you weren't being a dick. You genuinely forgot to cut it out, but it made it so much funnier. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Quinn, I don't know if you, you were listening yet. Uh, J- James Brady and Brez were all like drastically hungover. Like we, on our like it was the night like before. All we were, three of them. We were dead. Like we were like alcohol tasted better than water. Like we had to keep drinking. And then I finally took a sip of a water, and I just... It just... Uh, James, like, immediately stood up and he turned around. the floor. Yeah. With but his... With I, his... It was clear. It was clear, <laughs> yeah. And I just, like... And, like, I said, can you please cut that? And Pat was like, yeah, for sure. Like, I will. Like, he... And then all of a sudden, like, he texts me the next day. He's like, dude, the episode's out. Because we were, we were watching, like, an early, like, football game. It was, like, a playoff game. It was Bengals-Chiefs, I think. Yeah, it was we, Bengals-Chiefs, and then it was going to be uh, Rams... Niners. Um, Niners, yeah. And, like, we were just kind of, like, not doing, like, a stream, but, like, and it just, the next day he released the episode, he's like, how mad would you be if I didn't cut that out? Or I'm like, nah, now it's just funny at this point. And people, like, <laughs> were texting, like, you puking on the episode was hilarious. So, like, no, I didn't feel good. It was yeah, bad. it was brutal. It was bad. That was I, one of the worst hangovers like, I've ever had in my life. Yeah, because I think I had something to do that Sunday, so I was like, yeah, I'll definitely take it out. I'm going to take it out. No, you had your uh, salt, your uh, yeah, party. The brass monkeys. Yep. Shout out brass monkeys. Uh, For real, game time tonight, baby. But uh, yeah, that no, that no, that weekend too. Lonzo went down, and then Grayson Allen hacked. Uh, what's his name, Caruso? Oh yeah, that so was. just the vibes were not good. Vibes if were there bad. There is one Achilles in this world that oh, I could God. just like <laughs> mind power explode. It would be Grayson Allen while he's crossing the street with a uh, a semi truck that brakes are broken. <laughs> dude, your mind is nuts. Dude. Um, a couple of NFL rumors that started. Um, not rumors, just all of it. So Jordan Love is getting a lot of love. In this case, preseason doesn't matter. It matters uh, in our case, though. It matters in our case. Absolutely. You know? Would you know why it matters? Romeo Dobbs, baby. Oh, yeah, you're a huge Dobbs guy. Um, Jordan Love showing signs of being good isn't nice. It sucks. Yeah. It's not fun, but it's preseason, so it doesn't matter. If he's great, I might not have a uh, ninth vertebrate anymore. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, like, Jordan Love, so Tom Kemper, listener of the podcast. Phenomenal. Saw him a couple weeks ago, and he's going to the Bears-Packers week one. He said, he goes, if the Packers win that game, he's like, I will fucking go to prison. He's like, I will He's like, I will spend a night in prison if they win that game. And he's like, if it's Jordan Love comes down, he's like, no. And the weird thing, it would be the most Bears-Packer thing. Like, Fields has a great game. Offense looks good. Then fourth quarter hits, Jordan Love just gets dialed in, throws like a bomb down there to Watson or Watkins, whatever that kid's name is. And the Packers just beat us week one. Like, people, like, not just him, people will riot if that happens. Oh, yeah. Week one (laughs) with this much on the line already is insane. It fucking sucks. We're America's game of the week. Yeah, and I'm going to be in Italy. I'm going to, who am I going to freak out with? You're gonna like. You're gonna go like. Where are my Italians? <laughs> Give the ball to the Italians. <laughs> like you're gonna be sitting in a nice little cafe watching it, and you're just gonna flip a table over. Yeah, I'm just gonna like have to hide a headphone Dude, in my I, ear and just listen to the play by play. I think kickoff is eleven o'clock local time. Yeah, so that no, would be three thirty. No, for him in Italy. Oh, eleven p.m. Oh. Yeah. Somebody's getting tucked into bed early, and I'm going to find a bar. <laughs> you get the Peronis out. Yeah, my- <laughs> I'm just gonna have a case of Peronis sitting in the corner of the room, just like on my phone, staring Here's at. Here's the thing: you need to get a VPN way before. Oh, crap! All right, you and me work with this off air. Um, 
I was in Serbia trying to watch the Bulls playoff run. <laughs> and it was a pain in the ass. Um, Jonathan Taylor to Miami rumors going around. Jonathan Taylor to the Bears rumors going around. A little bit, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but we have the most draft capital. We could throw a tertiary second-round pick yeah. from whatever team we think is going to be the best. And you know what? Honestly, wouldn't hate it. You'd be the best pass protector on the team. Adds another rushing dynamic to the team. Oh, that, yeah. like, you'd have to materially defend the Bears differently. Oh, yeah. And he has pass catching in his profile. So, like, dude, you could you could fake a fake play. <laughs> Wait. Fake a fake? fake? We're going to fake, fake the handoff. <laughs> send the entire offensive line out. Have Fields be fast as shit, run the other way. Just throw it throw it to John Taylor. This so you're crazy. faking out a fake out. That's the point. Yeah, so fake out one more fake out, and now you faked out the fake out. My brain's I mean, getting if Khalil out. Herbert can take it 52 to the house, yeah. imagine what John Taylor could do. <laughs> True. I mean, obviously, if we get Jonathan Taylor, no one's going to be bummed about it. But it just doesn't make sense. Like, I'm taking him over Christian McCaffrey if he's on the Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs wants out of Buffalo. Just kidding. He said that shit was fake. How many times a year are we going to see that with him saying he wants out of Buffalo? Ridiculous, dude. He takes like the diva wide receiver per- persona and be like, this is why these guys shouldn't get paid so much. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like proving a point. Yeah. He's proving a point in the same way that Le'Veon Bell did, and that was bad for running backs. So, Gabe Davis, 50 bucks? No. Gabe Davis. Dolson Kincaid. $15. Uh, No, yeah, it's like every year it's like we just hear like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs not on the same page week one. They look absolutely incredible. But yeah, they love each other. Yeah, they, it's like it's we're just going to see that all year. Like, is Stephon Diggs happy in Buffalo? Is he happy in Buffalo? And yeah. it's going to end with him just looking at Patrick Mahomes hoisting the AFC trophy again. Yeah. Quinn, what's your predictions on uh, NFL? Justin Fields, MVP. Barry yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> he really read the room correctly yes. on that one. <laughs> it was either that. That was a layup. It was either that or you were going to have to say, like, Buccaneers, like, win the division. It's an eight-foot gimme. That's an eight-foot gimme. Well done. Uh, it took Mitch about an hour and a half to figure out what Brady was trying to ask him and get him to say that Fields is the best quarterback in the NFL. Last week, it was ridiculous. I just love when Brady gets aggravated and he like just looks away. I'll take his headphones mm. off. <laughs> mm. that, de- that that definitely took yeah. Mitch Mitch definitely talked about ten different formations before he finally got back to the question. Yeah, what are we talking about? Pat Ma- Pat Mahomes over Justin Fields? Mitch, you're silly. Um, Great answer, Quinn. Yeah, and hey, Ray Lewis killed a guy. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh, man. Um, All right. Friends, family, team, this has been a pleasure. Quinn, thanks for coming out, bruv. Thanks for having me, boys. I'll quit it. W's only. Only. Uh, Brez, you going to say let's go Bulls for Brady? Play fantasy football with us. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, nice, Brez. Um, Kick Rocks, Kenny Williams, and Rick Hahn. See you in hell. Watch the sun, losers. (laughs) Stay hydrated this weekend. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness.
Yeah, city, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and. Hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I got it. Go ride it out, la di da di do. I feel fucking awesome. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I got it. Go ride it out, la di da di do. I feel fucking awesome. I'ma I'm tell you all why. Ain't felt like this for a long time. Can't think with the wrong mind. Can't drift to the wrong tide. Can't sink if it's all dry. Land. One day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot. Cook it up. Serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord. Won't quit till it's all mine. On God. I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset. Ain't saying nothing to me now. Get it, got it, good, good, get it, got it.